Okay, I am going to start the show. <laughs> Hope everyone can hear me. Uh, Tommy Demise, I think you're semi-frozen, so you're giving me a heart attack, but that's okay. I can do it. I can do it. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Professional and Animal Lovers Show, uh, aka PALS, if you want to use the acronym. And uh, this show has been so amazing. We are bringing together people, business owners, animal advocates, pet professionals, people who love and care about animals and want to make the world a better place for them. Tommy Demise is still on mute, so here we go. Um, today's guest, we're going to get to him momentarily. His name is Joshua Caban. Did I say that right, Joshua? Yes, yes. Come on. Okay. <laughs> and he is with American Pet Place. He is a fascinating entrepreneur. I've been stalking him for a while, so I'm really thrilled that he's here. And uh, he's going to talk to us about how he came about his idea, how he made it such a quick success, whereas a lot of companies, you know, have that five-year uphill battle before they really get anywhere. Um and what I need to do is also mention my brilliant, amazing, um, I'm trying to come up with the right word for someone who kind of pushes you out of your comfort zone. Um, I'm not sure what that word is, but I'll just say it's Tommy Demisa because he uh, learned all about what we were looking to do, which is bring these brilliant animal lovers together so they can network and support each other in business, in charity, and in life. Um, and he basically forced me to do this show <laughs> in a good way. Um, so, well, Tommy, let me I, just check I, in I, with you. I, can you. You can hear me now, right, Val? I can hear you. Thank God. All right. So I, I actually, I got to be honest with you, I, I did not set you up to start the show all by yourself. I would never do that to you. That's like throwing your kid in the water when they don't know how to swim, and I would never do that to my partner. Thank you. So I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a hell of a job. I'm listening to you. The video just went down. You know what? Sometimes when you're on location, you know, mm -hmm. things don't work out as well as you might have wanted them to. So Val, you did a dynamite job. I heard the whole thing. You're crushing it. You're killing it. I'll just, I'm going to leave and let you take care of the rest of the 55 minutes of this no. program. You and Jack. <laughs> no? All right. I'll stay. All right. I'll stay. I'll stay. I'll stay. So, so as, as Val told you, it's a pal show. You're a pal show. Professionals and animal lovers. Val, why don't we talk about the Compassion Awards? We're 95 yes. some odd days. Outside of compassion work. Let's talk about that. Okay. So because of this show, right, um, we have just been meeting and connecting with the most amazing selfless people, many of whom are, you know, they, they give to rescues, they volunteer, their boots on the ground, you know, they've got 21 cats in their garage, kittens that they're trying to get adopted, they're they're the people that get called at midnight to save a, a turtle with a fractured shell in the middle of a highway. Um, they're the people who foster 20 dogs in their own house at a time. And anyway, so we decided we have to do an event and bring all these people together. And we are, there's really no event out there as far as my research shows that honors and recognizes these boots on the ground local heroes. So the Compassion Awards has been born, so to speak. Uh, it's October 11th of this year at the Refuge in Melville. Um, we are bringing in sponsors. We have several commitments ready. We are looking for more. If you believe you have a business or a brand that can benefit from being in front of a, a room full of compassionate people who are pet parents and animal lovers, 
we'd certainly love to hear from you. And early bird tickets, I should mention, are right now on sale uh, until August 11th, and then the prices do go up. So if you're like me and you want to get the best deal, um, you have till August 11th. Visit www.pal not underscore dash show.com. <laughs> so, be, so be like Val and buy your tickets now. Don't be like Tommy D trying to get a ticket like after the thing sells out. And then you're yeah. like, ah, dude, how do I get in? Like, I'm trying to call in a favor. Like, be proactive. Get out there. Like, and the people we hang out with in this world are changing the world. So they are proactive people. So really special. Look, if you're involved with animal advocacy, if you want to learn more about it, you should be a part of the movement. This is a movement. Pals is a movement. It happens to be a radio show that turns into a podcast. But it's a journey. It's a movement. Val has the, the pom-poms going. We're celebrating, hey. baby. All right. So this is, this is real. <laughs> We're all over the map physically today, but also my mind is all over the map because I got a lot of cool things on my, on my mind. I'm, I'm excited, Joshua, to have you on the show. And Val said she's been stalking you. I think she means that with affection and love, not like, you know, like, you know, criminal. I guess. Not, no, like, no. not like criminal stalking. <laughs> um, I'm a fan. But, I'm, a, I'm a fan, right? Well, that's just cool when you have a show, then you get to be a fan and then you get to meet people and then they become your friends. I, I'm learning that in a, in a lot of ways myself. Shout out to uh, Charlie and Tanya Dibble, always checking in, always supporting the show. Joey's Paul, watching Love you guys you on guys. Facebook. Appreciate Right on. That's what they always tell us too, Val. That's so funny that you would say that. So I am in a, I'm in a loud environment, so I'm going to let Val take a lot of the show today. Because uh, again, we're going to go in the deep end. We're going to get, <laughs> you get going to get a little uncomfortable kid this whole show is about getting uncomfortable uh, but I, I will before before we do that so I want to read to you what I have uh, so Joshua Caban and I said it right because I heard him say it before so we are a direct-to-consumer and wholesale business for pet gear clothing accessories beds and toys we're on amazon.com just signed a big deal with Bucky's stores which is down in Texas and American Pet Place will be in over 40 stores in the south that's incredible man because this is something that's brand new right I mean We've only been doing this for a year and a half, and this is one of those, if I may say so, silver linings, you know, of, of what we've going through now, going on three years now as a world, as a planet. So, Joshua, why don't you take it away, and then I'm sure Valerie and I are going to have a whole bunch of questions for you. Tell us the story, man. Yeah, sure. Um, thank you for having me. This is really cool. I'm so excited to be on here. Um, you know, I, like a lot of people, um, where uh, I had an, a situation where, you know, I, I was let go from my job during the pandemic. Um, we lost budget. I wasn't able to keep um, doing what I was doing. So um, at that time, my entire career um, has been based on retail and marketing. Um, I've worked for the Children's Place, The Gap, Carter's and Oshkosh, Little Me, and they were all baby brands. Um, and uh, I, with retail and marketing, as they were saying, oh, you know, the pandemic hit, no one shopping. I really thought my career was over. So mm-hmm. I, I needed to figure out how to reinvent myself sure. um, and use what are some of my core skills and kind of use that to build another another skill, which would be online digital marketing, web development, web retailing. Um, I looked into a lot of different programs, you know, NYU, Cornell, and I thought my husband, he was like, why would you spend all this money on, you know, going to school? 
again, like you, you have the experience, you have the contacts. Why don't you do something and just build a site? Let's see how it goes. Mm. And that was, that was the start of the conversation. And he had me thinking like, okay, well, let me just, if it doesn't work out and I can't find any work, then I'll just do consulting like most people do after they can't find any work. But um, it really led to um, being able to develop a business that I found fun um, Mm -hmm. and rewarding. Mm -hmm. Um, So during the pandemic, when we were all stuck at home, I had a friend, my neighbor, who uh, fostered kittens, and she would, I would see her walking her dogs, and we would talk for a while, and she's like, you know, Josh, we could really use some help. We're getting a lot of pets. There's a lot of adoptions. People are looking for pets. We just can't, we can't attend to them as fast as we, we should. Mm. So I went to Oceanside, um, this Rough House Rescue had a, had a, a a place where you can walk the dogs, feed them, wash them. So I would dedicate like four hours a, a week. Um, and it broke my heart. Mm. It did yeah. because I would actually leave crying. I was more depressed about it than anything because I know- You want to bring them all with you, right? I know, but you know, this, so this old man here Hi. does not like to share his time. So I wasn't going to bring him any, I wasn't going to bring any more friends, but- um. Mm. Instead, I thought, why don't we do a business that we can make, build awareness to pets that need homes, um, right. kittens or dogs. And um, we started doing uh, strategizing, looking, I started looking into vendors that can supply me with product. Um, then I came up with the name American Pet Place. Mm, it was a great name. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was a contest between my husband and I, and he won. <laughs> um, it's trademark. And, um, you know, the good thing is that in my career, I have a lot of um, contacts and favors. Um, so I, I called a lot of them. Um, and I know a lot of people yeah. that also, they were affected by COVID. So um, they were open to helping me develop the website. Uh, create the logos and um, do all that stuff. Can I just interject real quick? Because I see Tom vigorously shaking his head and I can almost guess what he's thinking. But um, we do talk a lot on this show also about the power of relationships and networking. And, you know, it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, This just happened to me yesterday where I had reached out to an old customer and friend and I just kind of was explained to him this concept of the compassion awards. And I said, I'm just calling you to pick your brain. If you think of anyone who might be a good partner for us, you know, let me know. Well, yesterday he tells me that his law firm wants to sponsor our event. And I was like, I did not see that coming at all. You know what I mean? But the yeah. point, to your point, it's like when you call out to your natural network and people who know you and they know your heart, it leads to great things. Isn't it amazing? I mean, it's amazing. It's, I, it's amazing. You know, some people call it a blessing. I do too. I feel that I surround myself with really, I mean, my family is one thing, but my contacts and my relationships are, will help me um, in this, in this, this road that we we're now building. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And if they cannot help me, at least they can help me find someone that can. Yep. You know, which is, which is also important. Um, so yeah, um, we launched on September 15th of 2020. That was when we launched our website. Wow. We, uh, launched with about a hundred, uh, different SKUs and, um, spent a lot of time learning every day. Uh, YouTube is like my favorite thing, you know, Mm. taught me how to do digital marketing, place my ads, work with Google, ah. um, launch on Facebook. So um, you're self-taught in this digital marketing space. Absolutely. So wow. I mean, fundamentally, I, I get it. I get, yeah. you know, how to hook and bait and get them in. Um, but digitally, it's it's unique to mm-hmm. brick and mortar. Um, yeah. That was So that was like Q3 into Q4. It was amazing. It was great. I started selling on uh, Amazon. So we were actually, um, once we registered our name and trademarked it, they gave us a serial number. We were able to then work with Amazon to establish ourselves as a brand. So we did, um, Amazon has a fulfilled by Amazon. You send them your product and they'll ship it out for you. Um, all, whatever, wherever we sold from, whether it's from Amazon on AmericanPetPlace.com, Facebook or Instagram, we started taking a percentage of that sale and bringing it over to uh, Rough House Rescue. Donating back. Yeah. So I know we have to go to break, but I just want to reiterate what you just said. So step one was obviously the concept. Step two was the name and trademarking it. You trademarked it before you launched. And then there was a few months of building the website. Did you build the website yourself as well? A friend of mine. A friend. Okay, perfect. It was dinner and wine and they did it for me. I just had to upload the product. It was fantastic, which was good because I learned. Yes. And we have great friends. Uh, So, and I think we've, we've all had some kind of a, you know, pro bono friend that, you know, just lends their expertise, but um, that is amazing. And then, so I want to get into when we get come back from break, if you don't mind, kind of like your products. I love your products. I'm looking at them. I love the dog with the suit. You know, he looks like he's, he's a lawyer, (laughs) but um, I mean, are you designing this? Are you, are you drop shipping it or are you picking out already designed stuff and then reselling it? Like I, this is the stuff I just have to know. And I think other potential entrepreneurs would love to know. Let's do it when we come back. Yeah, let's yeah. do it when we come back, right? Okay. So one of the things on, on the show we do is we learn, we educate, we advocate. That's actually three things. But one is we learn from each other. And I want to just give a quick shout out to an old mentor of ours called Zig Ziglar. And Zig says, you will get all you want in life if you help enough people, enough other people get what they want. Zig said that many, many years ago. And Joshua, as you were speaking, I was thinking of Zig. And that's it. You know, it's about relationships, about deposits into relationships. Right. Then gives us that opportunity to take a wish for all when we need one. So we are speaking about taking things. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. Your Professionals and Animal Loving Show. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. challenging edgy times so let's lean in i'm sandra bargeman the host of the edge of every day which airs each monday at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges that's the edge of every day on mondays at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Pals, professionals, and animal lovers show, and I'm coming at you on location. Valerie's showing pictures on her phone. We're using old school technology. We're not sharing screens. We're just showing. We're just showing photos. Uh, you got any? Uh, you, you got like just regular printout photos too? Maybe we can look at the negatives. Very I know, cool. right? I, lo- <laughs> I love my mom. These these. Oh, is, that from, is that from their? Is that yeah. from their company? I screenshot. Right, before we jump back into the company, I got. I, I, I got these obligatory hellos we got we to gotta do really okay. quick. Some guy called Barry Heffron is letting us know I'm watching the show with my buddy Michael Wagner. So the guy's always got to get his name on the show. He's always looking for these plugs, this guy Barry. What's <laughs> up, Dr. B. Well, um, got to send uh, Michael Cabby Kaban is saying, love Toby. Hi, Joshua. So proud of you and the app. And he shares the app, AmericanPetPlace.com. You can tell us who that is. And also he jumps in and says, Ubuntu, which means I am because we are. I am because we are. It's all about community. Aww, Thank you, Michael, for, for checking in with that. Joshua, Joshua, who is this Michael gentleman that's checking in here? Uh, he, he is my nephew, my heart. I love him so much. Aw, yay. So, Appreciate you, Michael. Thanks for checking in. So my nephew, actually, I'm, I'm in my 40s, and I won't say how old he is, but he's actually not in his 40s, but not in his 30s. So he's a little <laughs> bit in between. Um, I'm the youngest of seven. So his dad is 18 years older than I am. Wow. And they were, they kind of, they're like my brothers. Yeah. So always yeah. together. That's great. Oh yeah. my goodness. I love that. I'm an only child. I'm, I'm so like. Oh God. We're like a village here. Yeah. I love that. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> um, so, you know, I also uh, want to ask you, I have so many questions. So just, you can just answer as you see fit, but um, I know you are also a minority owned business yes. and I would love for you to mention how you go about doing that because sometimes people don't even think about doing that and why they should do that. Uh, and also getting back to the actual apparel and accoutrements, I like to say for the pets, um, I love your taste 
And I would love to know, like, have you designed this stuff? Are you prototyping or are you choosing and then reselling? Like, how do you do it? What's the secret sauce? Yeah, so thank you. I I love the assortment myself. I shopped it out as if I was looking for a product for Toby. I, the minute I got Toby, he was wearing cool sweaters and he, (laughs) although he would look at me like, why are you doing this to me, daddy? But I, <laughs> you know, there were, there were perfect Instagram moments, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's how it started. Um, I have a lot of friends, like I said, in, in, in the apparel industry and mm-hmm. work with different factories. I reached out to a friend of mine for my most recent um, place of employment and they forwarded me some contacts and I started just talking to them um, via WhatsApp in, in China, in Bangladesh. Um, and they, if they were not able to help me, um, then they would find me other places that could. And the truth is, though, when you're working with a new business, there's really no way to forecast how, what, what the trends are going to be. Um, so yeah. what I wanted to do is create a, a really diverse assortment of bedding and accessories and apparel, whether it's t-shirts, hoodies, sweaters, um, and just see what is building traffic and, and, and what, what is my customer? Who is my customer? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wanted to get, in order to do that, I didn't want to buy deep into an assortment. So I tested everything out. And because of that, I can't make 20 t-shirts because mm-hmm. they won't stop a factory that makes 3,000 units a day to make just 20 t-shirts for me. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy things that were available, um, what they call available to sell. So a lot of these factories who make for other um, pet companies, yeah. or like the Chewies or the Petcos, they had um, pre-made styles and bodies. And I would just go and buy off of their line, off their assortment, whatever is available, and add our logos and our hang tag and packaging. Mm. And it's not unique to American Pet Place at first. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so when we sell it as a, when we talk as a brand, um, the brand is uh, a minority owned business that wants to benefit and raise awareness for other animals that need a loving home. So by building that business, that is our brand right mm. now now that we know what does well the sweaters the hoodies we cannot keep a hoodie in stock it tommy is the biggest fan of hoodies i could i feel him chomping at the bit he, he is always wanting a hoodie he's telling me because he wants to have a merch table at our event he's like we need a merch table we need purple hoodies we oh, got have hoodies <laughs> He's all about the hoodie. <laughs> That's so cute. I get it. I get it. They're, yeah, they're universally, uh, everyone wears hoodies, right? So, yeah, no, absolutely. And um, there are other trends that are coming up now, like that that I didn't have on my website at the time of development. Um, mm-hmm. Trends of the mommy and me or the, um, so it's a pet um could be a pet woven with a bohemian print on it. And the daddy has the same exact shirt. So yeah. that's, that those are the things that we're developing for 2023. So it's, we're going to have a line of um, pet mom hoodies and t-shirts mm-hmm. um, with the matching collars um, 
bandanas and t-shirts for the pet. I'm so down with that. Matching pajamas. Matching pajamas. And we're also going to do a kid line, a kid, you know, since the factories that we work with are baby factories, they do that as well. I thought it'd be great to find a really great print where we can um, have a, a child or a tween wearing the same type of outfit or pajama as a pet, as a dog or a cat. Which, by the way, cats. I had no idea that people would buy pajamas or anything for a cat, right? I always thought... The cat's pajamas. They are... (laughs) They are... I mean, it's brilliant because I I asked one of my customers, I'm like, why are you buying pajamas for your pet, for your cat? (laughs) Because when he sheds, he sheds in the pajamas. I take it off, wash it, done. No Oh, I think my husband, I think he just made a sale with my husband because we're constant. we have one cat in particular that sheds a ton. Her name is Puffy, kind of, you know, self-manifesting there, but her hair just gets everywhere. Like we'll put a comforter over like the love seat or whatever. And it's, that's like her place. And when you wash the comforter and you pull the dryer vent out, it's like, it it is loaded. (laughs) It's loaded. That's such a smart idea. I don't know if she'll want it, but we'll we'll try it. (laughs) Never know. She might like it. And I also love, you know, you have, uh, so this is the month of pride. July is pride month. You have a whole line. I know my friends, Paul and Tom, I hope they're watching in Pennsylvania. Hi guys. Um, they have a dog and the I heart my daddy's yeah. line. Ah, oh, it's, it's so it's brilliant. It's really yeah. like a brilliant line. And of course you have, I love my mommies, I think. Yeah, also. I sure. yeah. but yeah. you have the, the pride sleeping hut. What do, what do you call the one with like the tent over it? It's a teepee bed. Teepee bed, the rainbow oh, wow. teepee bread uh, bed. Oh my god, it's so stinking cute. I want to sleep in it. it looks so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're great, and um, that that was so. That's the other thing is knowing how you know uh, families want to be able to provide. Like thinking about the beds, they want to be able to provide a safe place for for dogs. Um, usually, it's in the you know, they crate train them, but their pets, as they become seniors, they don't want to be crate. They don't want to be in their crate. Yeah. So they, they have these dome beds that are amazing. That's where they find their safe place. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like a little shelter. They go in and cats love it too. So it was yeah. one of my biggest sellers, the rainbow dome pet bed. Ah, uh, I had so a feeling. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, um, you know, we are, Minority-owned, LGBTQ+. Plus. Um, my husband and I have been together for 27 years, married for seven this wow. year. Oh, that's like us. My husband and I have been together for like, oh boy, Barry, what he's, uh, 16 years and married for two. Wow, he's, oh, yeah. he's watching on Facebook. He's I know, I'm he's like, watching. you better get this right. Mark, uh, <laughs> married, married, we'll, we'll call it two. I'm rounding, I'm rounding. <laughs> Yeah, no, I hear you. I get in trouble too. Um, <laughs> but it's um, it is uh, it's a great thing because we're we're part of a community that is um, we help each other, we look out for each other, um, and by providing an assortment on the website with the with the pride pride flag on it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's that's like our 
biggest sellers. You know, we don't even do a lot of online marketing with that. It's just organic search. Yeah. Yeah. I can but, see that happening. So you had asked me a question. Um, it was regarding um, before the break, you know, is do I do drop ship? Do I design a lot of the product? So we actually are working. So there, it's kind of like a shuffle. It's a mix of a lot of different things. You know, we, we bought a lot of things that were available to sell that we repackaged as American pet plates. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to work with a couple of um, local people that um, have Etsy businesses uh, on bandanas that I had placed in order with them to just help local businesses. I love that. Which, so we have that on our website as a, um, you know, basically personalized your own bandana or t-shirts. And I outsource that with a couple of people on Etsy so we can kind of work together and I could help other small businesses. Um, and then the other thing is we deal with a company that's based out of Iowa that does drop shipping which is excellent because so from a small business perspective, you have to think about all of the money that you have to put out to buy your inventory. Yeah. And it's risky. You know, yeah. there was a lot of things, there are things that didn't do well for me that I thought would do excellent. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there are things that I didn't buy enough of that blew out. Right. So those yeah. are the things that I'm saying that that's how we, we learned. And that's what we'll start making unique for American pet place. Mm-hmm. But you, you kind of exhaust all, all of your capital. So what we started to do is research dropship. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one company that does a lot of made in America um, accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to buy from them um, and warehouse it myself so I can just distribute from either an FBA program or out of my warehouse. My warehouse is basically my garage. I knew it. No, we're small business, so that's the truth. I'm going to be yeah. honest, but it's yeah. it's it looks like a mini Amazon place. It's just that's how that's excellent. how a lot of small. Let me let me interrupt. Start. Yeah, Val, Val, and and Josh, let, let me interrupt. Let's take a quick break because I got a bunch of questions about retail. When we come back, I want you to tell everybody who might not know what that acronym FBA actually stands for because I think it's a great opportunity for small businesses to leverage Amazon. And I have a question when we come back about retail. Well, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because then you'd get the. I want to hit you right on the spot with this question about retail when we come back. All right. So no, we're going to take a quick break. This is Kyle's. I had to get in and interrupt Val or we'd be ending the show on this segment. I know. We're, we're going to yeah. stop. Let's take a quick break. Dylan, take us a break. Howdy. Hey, Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. 
On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. I got I to gotta tell you something. I wasn't sure if that was going to be one of our commercials. So I was waiting. I thought that was going to be the commercial we do with this, with our theme song. Oh, and then I realized, yeah, oh, no, yeah, we're com- yeah. oh, no, we're coming back. From, we're coming back from break. Tommy, do you get it together? So this is Pals Expressions and Animal Lovers show. Uh, uh, Joshua Caban is here. And I, I have a question about the retail thing. I'm going to ask you in a second. But tell us about FBA because as much as you know about it, because of how, like, small business owners, this is certainly not a um, – an advertisement for Amazon, unless Mr. Bezos, he would like to advertise on the show, and then I could just give you my cell phone number and even call me. But, but Josh, tell us a little bit about how how that works and how you've leveraged it. Yeah, so just thinking about Amazon in general, you know, when you're when you're spending money on marketing on Google or any type of SEO, it can be very expensive. So working with um, marketplaces that have um, better hits. So what I started doing is just simply punching in some of the keywords from my descriptions on my website. And a lot of the product would pop up through Amazon. What if I punched in a dog t-shirt? Amazon was the first hit, then eBay. So I'm thinking that is my way to go. If I wanted to use Amazon as a vehicle to drive sales and put coupons in my boxes to have them redirected into the website, which is, I'm going to be honest, it was a hard, it was hard at first, but now there's at least a 5% return on any box that we ship out that they come back to our website with the coupon. Um, that was the first idea for me is, okay, now, now that we're a brand, we have to launch on Amazon. And we did. Um, shortly after that, I was seeing that a lot of my margins were not as great as they should be. Um, just because to do business on Amazon, even though um, they have better um, SEO, you still have to spend money on marketing. It's not as much as spending money on Google, um, but it is money, right? So what I thought is, what I thought after talking to a specialist on Amazon, they kept on saying, you know, you're, you're providing free shipping uh, for prime customers or even for non-prime customers. Um, so why don't we why don't have you considered an FBA program, which stands for fulfill, 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 fulfillment, fulfillment by Amazon. Okay. See, I didn't know that. That's I was about to ask you what that is because I, I did not know that, but I love this. Keep going. Yeah. So you basically give up a portion of your, of your uh, percentage of your sale. So base um, Amazon can warehouse pick and pack, and ship out to a customer. You can do anything from 100 units per style, which could be a mix of small, medium, large, extra large, or extra, extra large. Mm -hmm. And they warehouse it for you for a fee. 
which comes out every time you make a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, the downside to that is they're not putting in any American Pet Place marketing pieces. No, mm-hmm. no, no bounce back coupons, nothing like that. That if I fulfill it myself from my warehouse, which is my garage, I, I put in all those stuffers into the boxes. The other, the other downside to FBA is that when I ship a box, my box says American Pet Place. I have American Pet Place tape. So it's all very branded and people see where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, believe it or not, when you walk around and you see a Chewy's box out on the curb, yeah. people are like, oh, Chewy's, right? Yeah. Everyone's looking, walking their dog. They see American Pet Place on the curb. I'll get more people that way. So I love I that. Agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Well, it's good that you're doing both though. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm going to be honest though with the fulfillment by Amazon. It's wonderful. I can have a thousand pieces made in China and ship it directly to one of their warehouses and they will sort it into its bays, pick and pack it when it's, per- when it's, and they also help me out with a lot of the marketing and they'll mm. suggest how I can market. Mm. Um, which See, is this is very exciting for me because uh, I've had some ideas, like I mentioned before the show, um, and you know I've kind of pitched it to my own husband, but um, our garage is not willing to uh, become our warehouse. <laughs> the garage is basically his. I have to be. Honest. <laughs> I have a couple of things in there. I'm not even sure what they are, but for the most part, that's that's like his space. But that's yeah. okay. But I'm learning. So, and I'm sure a lot of other people are learning as well. And if you don't mind, because um, I do really believe it's so important. Uh, I've had like the Small Business Association come in in the past and do some talks for some groups of people. And they, one of the things they spoke to was, you know, people becoming, um, whether it's a WBE or an MBE or, or, I'm forgetting, I know a few designations, but if you could just speak to that process really quickly and why it's beneficial for you to be a minority uh, business and MBE, you are, correct? Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, so my brother, Joe, um, he is in the logistics and warehousing business. He's helped me out a lot with the transportation, with product coming in from China. He is certified minority owned. Mm -hmm. Um, being Latino, um, I never really think about it as Mm -hmm. a, as something that I would want to exploit or make a benefit, make it Mm -hmm. benefit me. But it makes sense when, for example, working with the whole Bucky's opportunity, which we haven't talked about. Um, Yeah, we'll get there. Yes. The, the the fact that we're my certified minority owned is what they look for. They're looking to help out small businesses that mm-hmm. are trying to do something great. And, and even more so the story of helping um, homeless, homeless dogs and cats find a home or some love and some care, they love that even more. Mm. Uh, so that just added to the story. Um, the truth is that we are certified as of, what's today, July 6th? Uh, it was like January, the middle of January, because it is, it takes some time. Mm-hmm. You have to fill out your paperwork. You can get a lot of information from your local small business administration office or the .com. Yeah. I highly recommend that because they help out so much and they have so much information. 
yeah. anything from finances to um, workshops. And their yeah. offices, when we first launched, weren't open. So everything was online. But mm-hmm. it's great. Because a hey, lot of you know it is I want to I go back to what you just said before, because I understand what you're saying. And uh, it's funny. I think of a friend of mine who is just, she's beautiful on the inside and out. I mean, she's, she's a real looker, you know. And uh, she said to me once, she said, I'm not against using all of your assets to get business. But what, what I love what you said is that, you know, it's about your why, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so I agree with you. I have become this like fearless, you know, I'm cold calling businesses that are like, you know, related to, to what we're trying to accomplish for the Compassion Awards. And I was never really that person like cold call. What? No, no way. You know, but now I'm like, Hey, we have this incredible thing going on. And I'm, I became like, I grew a spine because I believe in our mission so much. So that's the key, right? It's like your why we're very similar. You want to make the world a better place for animals. You want to find, you want to get animals adopted and off the streets and out of the kennels. And because of that, if you can swing a door open by having this minority, certified minority business owner to a huge, you know, ginormous company like Bucky's and others who are looking for people like you, what are they looking for? They're looking for compassion and they're looking to support kind of like, you know, maybe an underserved community. That's fantastic all around. So when your why drives you, it becomes easier, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And um, when your why is your story, you know, that is that is where, you know, it is always a good story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, Like when you when we were talking before, when I said, oh, you know, I really didn't think about being a certified minority owned. I. I feel that there are businesses out there that could use that extra oomph. And I really, I didn't know, like, I didn't feel like, oh, I don't want to take away from others. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do, I I do, I totally, but see, that's the compassion in you. But the the truth is, it doesn't have to be a binary option, right? right? It's not like if, if I'm successful and I get this deal, I stepped on someone else who's worth it more or deserves it more. I, I do believe there's plenty out there for everyone. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's just smart to capitalize that most business people would say you want to capitalize on all opportunities that you can. Yeah. So I, I, I'm a fan. I, I wish more people would educate themselves on these um, certifications because yeah, yeah. it will help you grow. Absolutely. Tommy, are you a minority? We got to get a designation here. We got to get something. Am I, <laughs> am I a minority? Not, right? no, you, I, am I? I think I'm, I, I think I, no, I think I think everything about me is, is not a minority. To be honest with you, I don't think I fit in. It. I don't think I fit in any of the categories. In fact, I'm only in fact, I'm, I'm, I don't get to I, I don't get to use minority. In it. I, but I but I think people should should leverage that status for sure. Let me um let me my quick questions, and I'm going to share Simon Sinek. Start with why. I'll share that video if anybody hasn't seen it. I'll share it on Facebook. This is definitely where we're going with this whole why conversation. Uh, but I will say. I want to hear about Bucky's when we come back, but here's my question for you, Mr. Caban. I want to understand with a background in retail, 
when are we going to see a pop-up store somewhere on Long Island, maybe in some bougie community, maybe out in the Hamptons or something like that, or in Manhattan somewhere, like a pop-up. It doesn't have to be, is that in your mind? Yes or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think that um, brick and mortar is important for, especially for small businesses. I think that after the pandemic, we've seen an uptick in people frequenting small businesses. Uh, You can see that with small little fashion boutiques where I am, where they're not going to the gaps or the forever 21s, they're going to the smaller businesses to help them out. Um, And which is fantastic because at at one point we kind of stopped seeing these pretty little boutiques popping up. Yeah. Um, But now they're definitely on the uptick. It is for me important to have an online presence, Mm -hmm. but the brick and mortar will also be used or, or a pop-up will also be used as kind of like a studio where we can have people come in and engage them with um, maybe a lesson on how to cut your dog's nails. I mean, or like have like almost like a sip and sip and paint, but it'll be, you know, something for that's related to pets and environment like that. And you could also shop. Um, Oh, and a modeling competition. Like who wore it best? I love a modeling competition. (laughs) But the other thing is that I would love to sponsor um, shelters and refuges, refuge where they can bring some of the animals there and have maybe an adoption event. That is like my ultimate goal. Um, I love you. I just want to let you know, I love you. Thank you. I really do. Thank you. I appreciate that. In like a, in, in, you know, a non-romantic way, but like, (laughs) I love your heart. (laughs) You can just, you can just love people. It doesn't, you don't have to explain it. It's all good to love you. We do have to take a break because Dylan doesn't love us right now because we're holding up the break. So when we come back, I shout, shout out to Michael Cabby. He says, yes, American Pets and Pets, American Pets Place pop-up. Oh, I have a lot of peace. American yeah. Pets Place pop-up. I want you to shout out. We, we are so overdue on the break. But before All we go right. to break, shout out, shout out to Instagram, shout out to Facebook, shout out to the website, Joshua. Then we go right to the break, Dylan, after that. Thanks. I hate yeah, Give me the – Josh, give me the Instagram, give me the Facebook, and give me the uh, the website. Do you want me to type it out or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just no. Holler it out. Let them hear it. Oh, it's um. Well, it's American Pet Place on Facebook. American Pet Place. Um, sorry, it's facebook.com forward slash American Pet um, American Pet Place. Uh, it's also Instagram.com forward slash American Pet Place, and the website is AmericanPetPlace.com. All right, we'll make you do that again at the break, but thank you for doing it. We're going to take a break. We'll be be right back. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us.
members. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Okay, well, we're, I just want to say we have the best music. But anyway, um, yeah, let's talk about Bucky's because uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Bucky's is or where they are, um, I mean, they're like this huge gas station slash retail chain that sells food and you can go in there if you need a housewarming present. There's like all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're known for like their candied nuts and their like sandwiches. I don't know. They're amazing. Oh, there's but, their brisket sandwich. Oh, that too. Right. They have a whole brisket counter. I mean, like, they're unbelievable. But, uh, you know, their gas prices are also usually cheaper than everyone else. And I don't know how many locations they have, but they're, like, everywhere in the South. And so how did you get in there? <laughs> so earlier we were talking about um, our friends and colleagues and our network. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. When we when we officially trademarked or started the trademarking process for American Pet Place, I launched the American Pet Place page on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I asked all of my colleagues and friends and uh, links to follow us if they could. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine that had moved from New York to California, he was head of sales for a lot of major brands that we know and his relationships with uh, different retailers um, is pretty large. Mm. Um, he messaged me. He was like, um, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, well, this is what's happening. He was like, we have to talk. I have a friend in Texas that was just approached by Bucky's and they're looking for a company that can do pet clothing because they're now looking to expand that category. Right. During the pandemic, we saw that a lot of schools were not open. A lot of people were working from home. The only things that were selling was baby clothing, sweatpants, sandals, and pet gear. <laughs> so they said, well, now is the time to think about pets. And um, that, actually, that, that conversation started... November. So we launched in September 15th of 2020. That November was the conversation with my friend, Anthony. Okay. Anthony, then it took a couple of months that January of 2021, we started talking to Bucky's and uh, talking to their designers and um, talking to the buyer all through a sales rep that is out of the Dallas Mart who has a relationship with Bucky's already. Wow. It took a while in different proposals and different packages of what we can do, what we offer, how we can make things for them specifically. 
What really comes into play here too is your expertise though in the retail because I would have like no idea how to price that stuff. You know what I mean? Even if I knew what it cost, I wouldn't know how do you present a proposal to such an institution like Bucky's. So that's that's a big edge that you had. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's definitely a skill that I learned throughout my career on um, presenting to, you know, when I was with Carter's and Oshkosh, we presented to all the major uh, big box retailers. So it was always a deck on on who you are, what's your story, and what you can offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, to your point, the pricing opportunity, like how do you how do you promise a certain margin to retailers to make you seem like you can be a good fit? Yeah. Uh, so no I intended a good fit. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I based it off of my top sellers on AmericanPetPlace.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first proposal. Mm-hmm. So that's January of 2021. Fast forward. January, uh, November, yeah, November 2021, mm-hmm. we get the call that they accepted our offer, our bid, and oh, they, want us, they want to make us their pet vendor, because, which was absolutely, I mean, I, I kneeled on the floor and I'm thinking, you know, this is, this is so meant to be, you know, it's definitely something that I would have evolved into based off of my experience and my background, but right. I was so focused on building the website and learning the business that yeah. I didn't really think that I had the wherewithal to start a wholesale channel. Mm-hmm. And it's born, you know, now yeah. we're able to say that we are a wholesale um, business with uh, great. So, you know, when we circle ourselves with, with the right people, like I said, my brother, yeah. Joe, He's in the logistics and transportation business. He knows all the warehouses. He could help me get that product from China. Yeah, And you know what? I, I realize we're, I can't believe this already. We're kind of close to the end, but I just want to encourage people that, you know, you know more people than you realize. And a lot of times that person, it's like one degree of separation. So don't be intimidated if you don't have someone in your family who's involved with logistics and everything. We have to mention your fabulous husband, Snow White, who couldn't join us today. But I really want you to tell me, tell the world about his daily routine because uh, then we have to, we have to go. He'll wake up at least two and a half hours before he has to go to work. Wow! First thing he'll do, he'll make a pot of coffee. He'll grab bread, seeds, nuts, and he is out there with all of the most beautiful birds we have in our backyard. He's a horticulturist, so we have a gorgeous garden that he put in with some great vegetables. So as he's walking around looking at his stuff and how they're growing, he's feeding the animals. I love it. He has a pet squirrel. Ah. He buys special nuts for him. (laughs) Like, he loves it, you know. I love it, too. He's taught me a lot about smelling the roses. Yeah. You know, because we we do get really busy with our lives. And just to slow down and see how things around us are beautiful, I see birds that I really never experienced, right? I'm like, yeah. wow, that bird has red. I, you know, they're, I mean, it's just, it's him. And he is just so good. I love him. I think it's both of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know I can, I can sense uh, the chat box is going off. It's like two minutes to end, one minute to end. Uh, Tommy no, Lisa, do you want to bring us to the end or is it too noisy over there? You want me to do it? I don't know. 
No, no, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a ballot. I just want to say, Joshua, I can't. We're, we're local to each other. Well, not where I am physically now, but when I'm on Strong Island. So I, I look forward to meeting you in person. I yeah. see a great collaboration when, when the pop-up happens and we're doing really cool stuff on yeah. location with you guys. I think we'd have a lot of fun with that. Definitely. I watch birds all the time, so I, I dig that <laughs> whole scene. Got to stop and watch the birds. Got to stop and smell the roses. I'm in, I'm in the market to adopt a chipmunk. So we'll have to talk. I think you said it's your brother. So we'll have, we'll have to talk about that. And I got to leave every, I got to leave everybody with this. this. Is the end of the show, Joshua? Appreciate you. Appreciate your friendship. And I will leave you all with this. In his total commitment to nonviolence, Gandhi always included the animals, stating the greatness of a nation and its moral progress. Be judged by the way its animals are treated. Treat everybody with compassion. Love you guys. Later, Amen. everybody. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. On edge. Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. pet lovers pet avengers assemble on the professionals and animal lovers show we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it mirrors that bond between pets and their owners through this program we come together to learn educate and advocate join us live every wednesday at 2 p.m at talkradio.nyc In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 